Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down. Right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. You'll, you'll notice a difference. You'll notice something different. We're coming to you live from the beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. You'll see the video shots a little later on in the program. Calgary's entertainment destination, our spring residency, sets sail today. And we'll be here, well, well into the snow melting. We have uh, a lot of fun to get to. Our co-host, as always, Darren Moose-Dupont, joins us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And Moose, you're going to have to, uh, you're not going to care, but my live guest here today, Jamie McCown, two-time Stanley Cup champion, is going to have to forgive me because I am sweating like (coughs) a hooker in church, as they say, running around first day, getting stuff ready. But we got it. Our boy Miro's got the sound working. We have a live studio audience, Moose, and that includes a guy sleeping down here in row two. And my, ga- my goal for the next two hours is to wake him up at some point. Long night gambling here at the machine. Let's do it. Tables at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. So, yeah, I've been running around, getting everything set up, and we're ready to go. Jamie McCann will be with us uh, later in hour one, carrying over into hour two, and then from Sirius XM, NFL Radio, Zig Fricasse, to talk stick and puck as well as NFL. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> Uh, the, other, the other thing is, to quote the hockey people or the Canadians, this bunny hug that I'm wearing, which I bought at the Centennial Cup, you were with me, it is a warm mother. <laughs> it's built for minus 40 grade, I believe. So uh, here on the stage at the Grey Eagle, it's, it's hot up here. Grey the way, Eagle Resort and Casino. Thank you to Calgary's Entertainment Destination for having us here. By the way, we love it here. We love the staff. It's fantastic. They seem to like the show, and I love that. Um, did he hit the horn? Did you hit? Did he hit the horn? Yes. Am I that out of it? Did he hit? Yeah. Can you hit it again? Who's on it, right? How about that? We're gonna we're gonna start with NHL leftovers, but listen, it is the Rod Peterson Show, NA Sports Center, where people argue over the order of what things are talked about. It is the Rod Peterson Show, and I want to say this. Air Canada, as I was flying home from Fort Lauderdale to Toronto to Regina, lost all of my bags, all of them, Darren. So I was a little riddled with anxiety Sunday morning, uh, but I ended up getting them. And as I said in my commentary today, baggage handlers are like referees. They have a tough job, and nobody makes a mistake on purpose. So I got my gear, and I'm not going to sit here and roast Air Canada today. They took great care of me. They really, they really seem to be upset that they lost my stuff. They ended up finding it, and that includes my John Ohm gong. I got everything here. 
And I made it to Calgary in time to watch the Calgary Flames and the Senators, which I'll get to in a moment. But everybody in Manitoba is talking about what went down in Tampa Bay. Nino Niederreiter and Morgan Barron scored second period goals in Winnipeg, held on to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2. They swept the weekend, the Jets, in Florida. Connor Hellebuck played back-to-back -back nights. So they're going for broke, and I love it. Nate Schmidt also scored, and Hella made 33 saves. For the Lightning, Alex Kalorn and Anthony Sorelli scored, and uh, Vazzy finished with 19 saves. That's one game, and then here in Calgary, Elias Lindholm, Jonathan Huberdeau, and Rasmus Anderson each had a goal and a helper to lead Calgary past Ottawa 5-1. It, it, it was a party in the Dome last night, Moose. I think it was a sellout. There weren't many empty seats. I was happy to see my friends. So the good news is the Flames won. The bad news is for them, the Jets also won, so they're still six behind. For, for a playoff spot. Tim Stutzla scored his 32nd goal for Ottawa. They're like Justin Trudeau. They're just not ready. They look good, but they're just not ready. The Ottawa Senators. So that's, that's some of what... Uh, I, I'm sorry, man. It's an Ottawa thing. So those were two of the games from Sunday in the National Hockey League. How about you? What did you come away with? Your Leafs had a big win over the Oilers Saturday night. Calgary's made you funny. I mean, you're always funny, but Calgary's really got you going this morning. I love happy it. Happy to be here. I'm uh, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yes, the Leafs' big win. You know, if you watched the early part of that game, the first period, you wouldn't be that excited. I mean, the Leafs went up one nothing, and then bang, bang, Oilers had two before the break. And you're like, here we go again. But no, four goals in a short span in the second period. 7-4 win. I mean, that's, that's a big one. I think Edmonton has quickly become one of Toronto's bigger rivals even though they don't meet each other all that often during the season. I think there's a nice little rivalry there between Leafs fans and Oilers fans because they both think that they have uh, Stanley Cup aspirations. And, man, wouldn't that be something if they met in the Cup final? I mean, um, we're getting way ahead of ourselves there. But it was a fun weekend for Leafs fans. And I got the Jets on today, Rod, because of the back-to-back -back wins. Hope the Jets fans are happy this morning. Well, I remember how upset I got on Friday. We were broadcasting from Florida. And I got upset because they were all after Kevin Dayoff. And our good friends at Winnipeg Sports Talk, as I was surfing YouTube for videos yesterday, I saw this clip that had thousands of views from Winnipeg Sports Talk. Chevy on the hot seat? Is he today? Uh, hello, Winnipeg. You want to fire your GM today? Like, I get it. Fans are going to be fans, but it's too much. You wonder why I don't pay attention to what the fans are saying. This is why. And interestingly enough, here in Calgary, I don't think people are still even, I don't think they think the Flames are going to make the playoffs. However, it's a good day for Jamie McCowan to come down because the Flames are coming off a big win and they're heading out on the road for a couple. So those are our NHL thoughts. We're moving through the quick six show topics here fast. Um, before I go to the Briar, and by the way, Bravo Curling and Canada, they, people were really into the Briar final and uh, the semifinal on Sunday. That's awesome, man. I don't usually follow it until the championship weekend and I think there's a lot of people across Canada that are the same way but while I was running around setting up all this gear and stuff I overheard you guys talking about something about using a movie title for your NHL team's season explain so uh, we were going through the power rankings and the score 
has done their power rankings, and next to each team, they s describe the season based on a movie. So the Boston Bruins were the Leo DiCaprio movie, Catch Me If You Can. Nobody's going to catch the Bruins, right? Nice. You, you go down to the Leafs at number four, their movie was Groundhog's Day. They've lived the same season over six years in a row. Great season, first round exit. Can this be the year that they escape Punxsutawney Phil, right? So Groundhog's Day. The Winnipeg Jets were, were my favorite. Top Gun Maverick were the Jets, uh, where they're hoping that the second time around of the Jets getting into the playoffs and going on a run can be better than the prequel, which is uh, the same with Top Gun. So there were some good ones that were floated around by the score this morning. Okay, uh, when I see that... <laughs> when I see that question for anything, use a movie title to describe blank. I always use dazed and confused. You know, <laughs> describe your NHL team season. Dazed and confused. Describe your life story in a movie title. Dazed and confused. Describe your sex life with, <laughs> with a movie title. Dazed and confused. <laughs> it answers everything. It does. Although, uh, you will like the Vegas Golden Knights, Rod. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights was Kill Bill Volume 1 because they said Jonathan Quick is out for revenge and to get everybody who scorned him in the past. He's 3-0, and a 9-3-9 save percentage that's coming to the, uh, the Golden Knights. So I thought that one was good, too. There's, there's leaving Las Vegas. That was the one with Elizabeth Shue and Nicolas Cage. Honeymoon in Vegas. That's it. That's the one. That's the Golden Knights movie title. And I, for the Florida Panthers, dazed and confused. <laughs> right? I didn't look theirs up, but I will for you. It works for everything. Edmonton Oilers, dazed and confused. Right? It works for Florida Panthers was cats. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's a fun little uh, thing out of the gate to have coffee and talk hockey with here today. Jamie McCowan coming up here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino in an hour two. Zig Fricasse from New York via video chat. Uh, so to the Briar. Again, didn't watch a rock of it. I did watch the highlights this morning on SportsCenter. However, Brad Gushu is the winner of the Canadian Men's Curling Championship. He beat Manitoba's Matt Dunstone 7-5 in London, Ontario Sunday. To successfully defend his title, it's Gushu's fifth Briar crown in the past seven years. Gushu and teammates Mark Nichols, EJ Herndon, and Jeff Walker will represent Canada at the Worlds next month in Ottawa. It's led to our poll question today, by the way, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. Who's the goat of Canadian men's curling? Who's the goat? Your options are Brad Gushu. Randy Furby, Kevin Martin, or the Richardsons. We quite, quite simply put the Richardsons. Sammy and Ernie, the uh, Saskatchewan foursome that won all those championships. Do we, is that up on YouTube yet, Clark? Do we have a sample size on that or no? Okay, he's going to. So you can vote on that. Can the people with some uh, gray around their temples and can the blue hairs help us with that one? Not that you have to be old to be a curling fan, but it certainly helps from the historical aspect. Was, was there some controversy, Darren, that you knew of? By the, I, I was seeing on social media some controversy with regards to the Briar and the playoffs. I don't think there was. I mean, they might have talked about, you know, the Dunstone uh, 
the three ender that you know really broke the game open and, and sealed the fifth briar for Brad Gushu. But you know what? At the end of the day, you know I think start to finish. Matt Dunstone's rink was the best rink in the Briar. They were perfect through the round robin and through the playoff. They had not even played in a 10th end until they got into the page games. Um, and then when they did, they ran into Brad Gushu. And Brad Gushu is he's an Olympic gold medalist. He's an Olympic bronze medalist. He's now, he was a four-time Briar champ. And you had to beat, you played him twice. And Gushu beat you twice. So I think we put to bed who is the best right now. It's Gushu. He, uh, he really earned it. But Matt, what a great week for Matt Dunstone. He put himself on the map, and he's right there. Yes, uh, and I, I hope that he does not end up being the Buffalo Bills of curling. We love Matt Dunstone. We love us some Matt Dunstone, and I hope that he does come home with a championship. But he, he's kind of like, uh, again, with the Bills, they were really good, but they ran into some really good teams like the Dallas Cowboys, right? Matt Dunstone's good, but Gushu's clearly better. And that's a tough one. So we're asking, for the, I see people <laughs> just joining us late, and that's okay. <clears throat> Even though coffee does start at 10 a.m. Mountain, I'm just saying. Colin in Ottawa that. says for the Ottawa, for the Ottawa Senators, the playoffs are a bridge too far. We're saying, what's the movie title for your team, NHL team season? Allie's checked in from Texarkana. And I want to know what she says for the Dallas Stars. There's a movie about Dallas that I'm not going to mention here. <laughs> Jason and Red Deer. Did. Jason and Red Deer. Jason and Red Deer says, how is Russ Howard not on that list? Because he ain't. Listen, folks, we're supposed to be in a good mood on the Monday morning, not punchy. And, and you know, like John in Edmonton's picked about three fights with me this morning, and I'm not having it. So Jason or John, sorry, and Red Deer, back away from your phone or your keyboard or however y'all do it. Uh, stop. Or you're going to face a 24-hour ban. John, stop picking fights here. Um, moving on. Placewine Phoenix. Tyler O'Neill of Maple Ridge, B.C. and Jacob Robson of Windsor, Ontario had four hits each to lead Canada to an 18-8 mercy rule win over Great Britain in their first game of the World Baseball Classic at Chase Field on Sunday. The 18-run scored or the most Canada has ever scored at the tournament, the World Baseball Classic. The skipper, of course, is Ernie Witt, and I didn't even need to look it up to know who was going to be managing this team. It's always Ernie Witt, the former Blue Jays catcher and great Canadian. He said, quote, I'd like to score 18 every game we play, said Ernie. It will make it a little bit easier. Great Britain, they just kept battling, battling back. Listen, who among us didn't see the schedule and say we're playing Great Britain in the first game? <laughs> this should be easy. <laughs> and it was. Uh, Canada also capitalized on a tournament record tying 16 walks from Great Britain pitchers. They can't even hit the strike zone. But Edward Julien of Quebec City, Owen Casey of Burlington, Ontario, homered for Canada, Freddie Freeman, Otto Lopez and Abraham Toro had two hits each. I have not looked ahead yet to the next Canadian game. Do you know when it is? Or Clark, do you know when it is? That's okay. That's all good. You don't know Darren Clark wasn't sure? No, I got to look it up. But it's got to be in the next couple of days. I haven't looked ahead yet. Okay, couple minutes left in this segment. And by the way, we'll, we'll go quickly into segment two and turn it a little more over to the viewers. Except for John in Edmonton, who's trying his best to annoy me this morning. And I'm not going to let it happen. 
Number four, Alabama is the top overall seed in the NCAA tournament after cruising through the end of a season clouded by a murder case. Kansas, Houston, and Purdue grab the other top seeds heading into March Madness. Action in the 68-team tournament begins Tuesday. March Madness gets into full swing Thursday and Friday with 32 games spread over eight cities. The Final Four is set for April 1st and 3rd at Energy Stadium in Houston. You and I, Moose, know that stadium well. Um, mm -hmm. March Madness, the month where Canadians pretend they care about NCAA basketball or have been following it all year. We don't, but I'll remind people you don't have to, that you won the bracket put together by Enterprise Sports in Philadelphia a couple of years ago. It was like a couple grand U.S. in your jeans. Have they contacted you to go in this year? They have. I have not entered yet, but I think I'm going to fill out the bracket today. Of course, I got to go into it every year. Um, but yeah, and you know what? To be honest, I actually have been watching. You won't believe it. I've been watching some college basketball throughout the year because I've got the ESPN package. It's easy. It's in front of me. Um, and following some of the teams. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. Well, by the way, it's, uh, it is amazing. I love NCAA men's basketball, but look at everything else that we got going on. We haven't even got to the football yet. And we've given our thoughts on the NHL weekend leftovers. We got to get everybody else's. What movie title fits your NHL team season? While we're at it, in the break, can you look up Montreal? I'd like to hear what, what theirs is. So everybody write in with that. We'll be right back. We're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. It's the first of our spring residency at Calgary's entertainment destination. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because it's a heave-ho. hi oh Dealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Through slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. You are looking live at beautiful Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Yes, uh, winter's still here. I hope that coming in mid-March, that would not be the case. But it is what it is. It is Canada, after all. 902-518-3033. Slightly different locations. Still your favorite show here on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. I see Rhino Radio's checked in from Atlanta. Shout out to my spirit animal from the state of Georgia. Uh, let's bring the moose back in. Um, Stephen in North Dakota has written in on the text line. I appreciate him doing so. He says, greetings and hallucinations from snow-covered Minot, North Dakota. Who irritated the ultimate referee, Mother Nature? Uh, really good question. Uh, we have another few weeks of winter at least. But you know what? 
I can handle the snow, believe me, I can, but that minus 40, nope, not doing it, not doing it. Um, did you look up the Montreal Canadiens movie title for, the, for their season? Yeah, and, and please let me give you what Vancouver's afterwards. Montreal's is, is home alone, okay? Because they say they've been without their child, Cole Caulfield, for the whole season. And if they had Cole Caulfield, he'd be able to foil the burglars of the other teams. It's a little bit of a stretch. Not funny. Montreal. Yeah, not but funny. But Vancouver's <laughs> is not a stretch. Vancouver's is horrible bosses. Oh, that's hilarious. That's really good. That's funny. Yeah. We've got people showing up here now. Uh, just They miss off the top of the show. So who, who put this out? The score or ESPN? Or the who score. The score. The score. Give the movie title for your team's your NHL team season. Ryan in, Mc Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, the movie title for the New Jersey Devils. The Many Saints of Newark. Okay. Carlos in Indianapolis says, my ignorance of hockey has left me dazed and confused. <laughs> I'm telling you, it works for everything. Kevin the Medium has checked in. He says, good morning, RP peeps. He's a Canucks fan, and I still go back to that that's the best one, Horrible Bosses. They put some thought into this. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jamie, oh, yeah. make yourself at home. Jamie McCown has showed up, so we know that our net, we will have at least one live guest here. <laughs> Thank you, Cooner. Uh, what else do we have here? Jason in Red Deer says, Calgary Flames movie, Bull Durham. This is the thing today, Cooner. What movie title describes your season, your team's season? Right, so you can let him think about that for a while, Moose. What was the Leafs? Oh, Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day. I like Day. it. And the Flames, we didn't talk about the Flames. It is Speed 2, the sequel, where they did a major recast and the movie flopped. So, kind of like the Flames. They did a retool of their roster and it's been a disappointment. The score came up with that for the Flames? Yeah. There's got to be something better than that. Somebody said Raging Inferno. Jason says, 3,000 miles to Graceland. Now, I still think that uh, Honeymoon in Vegas works the best for the Golden Knights. Come on, that's not even... I got to see that list. I want to see every team's movie title. By the way, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg writes in. He says, hey, everybody, looking good, Rod and Moose. Nice Centennial Cup hoodie. Can't wait until it hits Portage this May. Thanks for the reminder, because we've been talking to the Centennial Cup host committee in Portage, Manitoba. They're almost sold out, but let's remember, Esteban last year where I bought this thing, they were sold out two months in advance in one of the biggest rinks in all of Junior A in Canada. So in, what they said in Portage was they want to market to hockey fans from Winnipeg and Regina. And I said, what a coinkydink, our two biggest cities for viewership. So I would suggest go to Centennial Cup, Portage Terriers website, and click on the package, and uh, we're hoping to see you there at the Centennial Cup for a second consecutive year. Anything else, Moose, before we move on to the other topics and wrap up the quick six and welcome in Jamie McCowan? No, I, let's, let's keep moving. I, uh, let's, see I uh, let's see what else you got. Jamie McCowan, by the way, whose family had a town named after them in Saskatchewan, which they call McCoon in Saskatchewan. He says they're saying it wrong in the town. The town says the McCowns are saying it wrong. I stopped and asked. True story. Um, football buzz <laughs> here in week four. 
Week four of the XFL. Listen, saying it again. I flew from Fort Lauderdale to Canada. They lost all of my luggage and then drove here Sunday. I, I didn't watch any XFL games. But from what I understand, it's getting better. They had over 40,000 in St. Louis, which I don't think should surprise. That shouldn't surprise anybody. They had NFL football no. there for a real long time. They got it. Was it the indoor stadium? The former Trans World Dome? I don't I think they call it the Edward Jones Dome now. Did you watch any XFL this weekend at all? I did. I caught a little bit of the XFL. I thought it was I thought it was okay. The broadcasts were good. I saw Paxton Lynch play. I didn't watch a lot of the game, but uh, I did watch a little bit of it. And uh, you know what? I enjoyed it. It's football. I'm a football guy, football fan, so uh, I had a good time. Do you think we'll ever get over this senseless fighting over which is better, the XFL, the CFL, the USFL? I, I, it's very distasteful to me, the fighting that goes no. back and forth amongst the leagues. And, and by the way, the XFL is no better. They trash the CFL just like the CFL trashes the XFL. It's very juvenile to me. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't think we're ever getting over that. As long as the, the leagues exist, you're going to have the comparison of which league's better and which league is, is valuable and which players are there. Yeah. You know what? I think it's a football thing because going back to the Centennial Cup, just let's just, just examine that for a second. We sat in the lobby of the Days Inn, which was like the hub. The referees were there. The, you know, all the teams were there. We sat in there and had coffee and we talked. Oh, and the BCHL, which isn't part of Hockey Canada anymore, but they said they play this more wide open style and Alberta's rougher than SAS. But they don't sit and trash each other. And you don't see the AHL talking down the East Coast League or the WHL talking down the Q. Never! Why do they do it in football? I don't understand. I've never understood. Tell me I why. Don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because these leagues pop up and, and change more often. You don't see the hockey leagues popping up with new leagues all the time and, and cutting leagues and growing. You know what I mean? You don't see that change maybe as often. And so everybody's accepted that, you know, where your place is in the hockey hierarchy. But, yeah, in football, it's, it's you know, which, team, which league is better? Where do I want to play if I got the best shot at the NFL? And it's an argument, whether it's the USFL, the XFL, or the Canadian Football League, um, as to really who is the number two league behind the NFL. Uh, well, <clears throat> hey, speaking of football... Very excited about the upcoming CFL season. As you know, there are some CFL alumni that work here at the Gray Eagle. There's a lot that come here as uh, customers, I guess you would say, gamblers. So this is a tremendous football town, too. And we're excited to be here for the start of training camp and into the kickoff and all the rest. By the way, updating the poll today for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies. Who is the GOAT of Canadian men's curling? And... I'd like to think that we've got the right people here. There are some that saying we don't even have the right final four, but Kevin, sorry, Brad Gushu is leading with 43% of the vote. Slightly, 41% saying Kevin Martin, 9% say the Richardsons, that's Sammy and Ernie, longtime friends of mine, and 7% for Randy Furby. Gushu leading at 43%. Did we get the right four, Moose? I'm, not, I'm starting to question our, our curling knowledge on that. Well, somebody mentioned, Russ Howard, right? somebody mentioned Russ Howard. Well, it should, yeah. and, and Gushu sits alone as, as the number of championships, but a couple things to consider. You know, he does have Olympic bronze. They say he doesn't have Olympic gold, but he does. He won in 06. 
he wasn't listed as the skip. Russ Howard was, but he threw skip stones, and it was his rink. He formed it, so he very much earned that. Um, Russ did was there calling the game, winning the Olympic gold. Um, until um, Gushu beat out Russ Howard, Russ had the most all-time wins or was tied with Kevin Martin for most all-time wins in Briar history, like game wins, not Briar titles. Um, Kevin Cooey's got four Briar titles. Um, you know, there's a lot of really good men's curling teams that could be in the conversation. Well, it's, uh, it's a fantastic debate when you think about it. And winning is the thing. That's why do you think we were so devastated here at 2009 Grey Cup in Calgary? But I'm calling the game and we lose the championship on the last bloody play of the game. And some fans had the audacity to say, oh, well, get them next year. We count these things. Imagine yeah. winning a championship and then having it pulled right out of your back pocket on the last, but hey, all our fault. There's no doubt about oh, that stuff that you do not get over. And when it comes to briars and halls of fames and that kind of thing, you count championships, rightly or wrongly. That's the way that it is. And that's what we're doing here with these men's curlers. By the way, in the XFL, I see that my Orlando Guardian, my beloved Orlando Guardians still haven't won. What are we now? 0 and 4? Fire the coach! Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> I don't know who the coach is, but they Bingo! lost 44-16 to, uh, to Houston. Seattle beat San Antonio 15-6. St. Louis in that game, 40,000-plus show up at Edward Jones Stadium in St. Louis, and they won 24-11. We're saying that was the first pro football game since the NFL left, whatever it was, 10 years. Why are we surprised that there would be a huge crowd in St. Louis for this? I'm not. No. No, they're, it, you know, it's a, um, what do you want to call it? An under, underappreciated football market, an underrated football market. Um, St. Louis wants to keep auditioning here for another NFL team, and why not? I mean, when they had the Rams and they were winning, um, things were good. I mean, obviously you need sustainability, but, yeah, they're going to keep showing up here and showing out, and um, hopefully they just get behind their XFL team and, and stop waiting for the NFL to come back. Hey, it's a tremendous football town. I got a lot of great friends from St. Louis. They just want to go watch pro ball. They appreciate it. They don't get distracted by the, ah, the NFL. Yeah. They love football. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like Canada. Uh, Allie in Texarkana, she's a Stars fan. She says the Stars movie title is The Matrix Trilogy. Because the first movie was great, and then the second and third movies tanked. Ooh. Okay. Edmonton Oilers movie. Says B.W. and Edmonton. Oilers movie, Snow Day, starring Chevy Chase. That's not even funny at all. As I say, dazed and confused works for everything. Hey, you've got two minutes left before uh, we won't welcome you back till hour two. We got a quick NFL update or what? Where are you at on... Free agency has started. The Atlanta Falcons have signed a former Titan and Patriot tight end in Jonu Smith. Um, and I was trying to tell Clark this before, but he wasn't listening to me. Jonu Smith and Kyle Pitts is a really good one-two punch. I'm not saying it's, it's um, Gronkowski and Hernandez in the Patriots days that good, but Pitts and Jonu Smith could be a real problem uh, for opposition defenses uh, in Atlanta. And they locked up their uh, tackle as well to a big, big, big deal. So the Free agency is open. The new NFL season is open already, and uh, there's going to be lots more ahead. 
Well, how about that news with the Atlanta Falcons? And what's new since Jamie McCown was here last, I believe, we are on the radio live in Atlanta right now. WQEE, your southern home of sports and talk. So two-time Stanley Cup champion Jamie McCown joins us next. Thanks, Moose. We'll see you next hour. See you then. Yeah, we're also live on the Game Plus television network carried across Alberta and B.C. on Telus Cable, Channel 924. We're live streaming on YouTube and iHeartRadio. All right, you're looking at it. Look at that gorgeous facility. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination right in the uh, heart of the foothills. We'll be here through the spring into summer, hopefully, as uh, we talk sports from Calgary's entertainment destination. We love it. Well, very excited on our opening day here to welcome two-time Stanley Cup champion Jamie McCown to the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. What a great day for you to show up to uh, talk after a Flames victory and a resounding one last night, Jamie. Well, you know what? There haven't been as many victories as we'd like this year. And, uh, you know, the number one question I, I get asked, well, before the game started, like, is Sutter still going to be here next year? You know, like, they're starting, to, they're starting that talk already. And I go, I'm not in charge of that. But you know what? The, the reality is, I mean, you look in Winnipeg. When their goaltender's playing well, Winnipeg wins. When Calgary's goaltender's playing well, we win. It's, it's, it's that simple. And um, unfortunately, we've probably had, you know, everybody asks, seven to ten games that we should have won in regulation that we didn't. So there's, you know, you know possibly 20 points. That, and it reminds me of going way back when we had uh, Kippersoff and Aginla. Right, we really had a two-team and, and you know two-player team. Yeah, <laughs> Rob, Rob McGear and those guys would be going, "What are you saying?" I was on that team, but the reality is they were stars. They were real stars, and uh, they carried that team. And for years, everybody goes, we were, "We're really close." We weren't that close. I mean, we we got close, and perhaps we should have won in 2004. But the reality is we had two superstars that carried the team. Yeah, you were consistently good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so right now we have a team that has a lot of pretty good players they play a very solid uh, system and we're out out playing and out shooting most teams most nights and yet you know when you look at the score we're only scoring two goals or something well it's tough to win in the league right now if you're only getting two goals a game and I don't know what the actual stats are but I did look quickly before we got on and like we our leading scorer I think has 24 goals and then the next goal our next scorer is got 20 you know you either have to have somebody who's getting that 40 or a couple guys getting 40, 50 goals on your team, or you need to have like five guys that are all in the 20s uh, getting closer to the 30s, because that's how you win. And uh, I mean, Calgary still has a very solid team. They've got great players. Um, uh, definitely an adjustment for some of the players this year playing under Sutter. But uh, having said that, if we have good goaltending, our defense is good enough to win, and our forwards have play hard enough that we can win. And uh, hopefully that doesn't May piss anybody off, but uh, that's that's the reality well, of it, right? Well, I tell you what, I told Jamie that this is our first day here, and he was my first call. He, he you're just an honest guy, right? You're gonna say it the way it is, and 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 I love that he went right into the deep end on this yeah. flame season, <laughs> right off the start. Two-time Stanley Cup champion. I'd have a tough time believing anybody doesn't know, but Hamilton, Ontario product, 1,128 games in the National Hockey League, with the Flames from 82 to 92. Of that huge trade to the Leafs 
and was there from 92 to 98 and then to Detroit where he won a Stanley Cup. So the guy knows a little bit about winning. He knows a little bit about this town as well. But let me just back it up. We got lots of time here. You had a great time last night in the Saddledome. And if it, you bet goaltending, if it wasn't for the gaff by Kiprasov, he'd had a shut up. Uh, uh, Markstrom, Markstrom, sorry. Happened and those guys obviously talked later on it and said like I gave it to you and I gave it right back to you like what are yeah. you doing and I always say the last person that should be having the puck under control their stick is the one with the big blade right give it to the guy <laughs> with the smaller blade and the yeah. reality is you know it, it happens it, and and maybe he thought he was doing the right play but uh, you know he played he played well the goaltending was great last night there was a few yeah. breakaways. Um, and that's what you expect from a goalie as good as he is. And he, ha yeah, he has suffered, uh, suffered, struggled this year uh, for whatever reason. Um, everybody in the league has good games and bad games. The problem is when you're a goalie, everybody notices every mistake, right? When you're a forward and you make a mistake, you still have the other forwards and other defense that are going to help you, you know, cover the, cover up that mistake. But when you're when you're a goalie. It's all on your shoulders. And interesting thing, I was in the, uh, the, the one of the boxes last night with uh, Mike Vernon. And, uh, you know, we're chatting a little bit about the game. And, um, you know, we both, we both acknowledge that the game's totally different than, than it was when we played. I mean, the sticks are different. The shots are faster. I mean, the way the goalies play now, like when's the last time you see, uh, see a goalie stack the pads? Eh? It's you rare. can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so... I, in, in many ways, I think it was more fun watching our game because way more fun. The goalies were, you know, smaller. The goalies had to do more, you know, <laughs> gymnastics. Uh, now, now a lot of them they're so big they get down. And and if you're if you're a good shooter and you can get those top two corners, you're going to get 30 goals, 40 goals because the goalie can't stop when they're already down. So, anyways, it was it was a great game to watch. It was great for the fans that showed. Um, and I think it was more or less sold out. And yeah. uh, and hopefully, uh, if they can get that consistency in net, then it really changes the mindset for the rest of the players. Because instead of like, oh, I, I'm going to pinch as a defenseman, but if I get caught, I mean, it's, it's almost a goal automatically. Now you're, they're thinking, I'm going to pinch, and if I somehow get caught, I still got a goaltender that's got a 95% chance of stopping that puck, right? And so that's the big difference. Yeah, well, I'm guessing you weren't like the people from Calgary that I'd heard because I was following it from Florida all winter. They've had this team written off for the last month. And I'm thinking 16 games now left, I think? It's, and six points. That's, that's a lot of hockey. Yeah, you know what? I mean, like we talked about a little bit earlier, there was a few games that we should have had that, you know, suddenly if we had five or six or ten more points, no one's having this discussion. Um, the reality is still is one thing. If we have really good goaltending the rest of the way out, we still have a good chance of making the playoffs. If we have a couple off games, I mean, because, like you said, there's so few games left, uh, or if some of the other goalies go on a, what do, they, what do you guys call it, the heater, or go on a heater? Go on a run a heater, yeah. Yeah, uh, then obviously we're going to have a great last 16 games, but maybe come up short. So um, it really depends on a couple of the other teams that are ahead of us, and if they have average hockey and we play great hockey, we have a chance of making it. I have to say this. We have two and a half minutes left here, and I think you can answer this in that time. Just with Vernon last night. I mean, longtime fan since he played for the Wranglers, and my dad worked for that team. We sat here with Peter Marr and debated who was the best Flames goalie of all time, Kiprasov or Vernon, and Pete said, Mike's, Mike won a Stanley Cup, so he wins the, right, the debate. 
That's what it comes down to in sports, does it not? Well, I, I, I you know, I, I hate to agree, but I agree because until you win, you haven't won. And, and, uh, and, uh, and Kipper, you know, like was, like was incredibly good for such a long period of time. But, uh, you know, that happens. I mean, you, you think of other great players that have played in the NHL or any sport, and they're on a team that doesn't have the people around them to, to go forward. Like, anybody who played for L.A. that was good. Like, you know, think of Bernie Nichols, right? Like, you know, he's kind of a name from the past. Uh, heck of a player. Got so many points in so many seasons. Uh, and yet, you know, he, you know, you're not winning anything in L.A. at that time. And so uh, you kind of write off all those guys. And uh, like I said, the Kipper, unfortunately... He played on a team that didn't have a lot of solid players. And uh, one of the th crazy stats last night that came out from one of the guys I was talking to was saying they were comparing the Calgary Flames versus one of the other teams. I think it was Detroit. And at one point, going back before they had the salary cap, Calgary Flames had like a $39 million a budget, which is still a lot of money, but Detroit's was $90 million. Like, so you're going like, how come Detroit's better than Calgary? Well, they're spending $60 million more dollars. And that was the big difference. What back era, then. rough? That would have been uh, in the two thousands. Just after you left. Yeah, just after. Yeah, because yeah, I, I I made so you much money. You weren't the big money. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, okay. Yeah. Uh, we will take a timeout. Uh, lots to unpack with Jamie McCown here live from Gregor Resort and Casino, and we will open it up to your questions as well. Nine zero two five one eight thirty thirty three, and in hour two, Zig Fricasi from Sirius XM. NFL Radio. We'll return in a moment. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, live streaming on YouTube, iHeartRadio, and on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Do a slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Back live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. It is daytime sports talk here on Game Plus TV and WQEE. And we got two times down League Cup champion Jamie McCown with us, which he's been nice enough to carry over into hour two. And we'll get into more of a wider discussion across the National Hockey League than just this Flames thing. But I haven't seen Jamie since last November, and I wanted to recap this. It was November that you did the Lanny McDonald roast, first of its kind. Congratulations, by the way, on how awesome it was. Yeah, you know what? It, it went well, and we raised a bunch of money. Obviously, it's all for charity. And in this particular case, about half the money comes back to the Flames alumni. And the alumni uh, gives it out to about eight different charities. And then the other half was going to a Cure Cancer Foundation. So, everybody Yeah, no wins. kidding. Guys, I'm getting a wicked echo in my ear. Are you? Or do you have the mic pressed down? Okay. Oh, I appreciate it. But I will say this. Okay, we got it. It's good now. But you, Lanny's daughter, Leah, you said? Leah. She got up at the end of the night and she says, I'm very disappointed. And in front of, what you have there, 900 people or more? Yeah. There's She's, <laughs> you guys didn't roast my dad enough. I thought this would be a major problem. Going into it, how do you roast a guy? Lanny's like a saint. 
Well, you know, everybody goes like, when you, especially when you're young, getting into the league, you're kind of looking up at the older guys. And if you're on a good team, and you, like I was, uh, you have a guy like Alani McDonald, and he, it's like a father figure. Even though it turns out now that we're old, he's only like eight years older than me, right? <laughs> but uh, like, honestly, guys like Al McInnes and myself and a couple of the younger guys, we'd be looking and we'd go like, how old is Lanny? Like, he, he looks like he's like 50. He looked old forever. Yeah, and uh, he retired at 36. And yeah, we, we forget about that, too, because he probably could have played another year or two. I'm sure somebody would have had him. Uh, but great guy. Family was good. Uh, and we had a, a team that we had three or four guys that were older that were married that had children. But quite a few of the guys were single, young guys, you know. And so come Christmas time and Thanksgiving, we'd get invited to the various homes. And uh, I was lucky enough to get invited out to Lanny's a few times when all the kids, including Leah, were either not even there or yeah. or, or were this high, right? Like, so uh, it was a you know, great learning experience. I learned how to, maybe I didn't do as good a job, but I learned how you're supposed to behave uh, as an NHLer. And uh, if, if we just followed his example, uh, everybody would have been perfect. Well, you know, it's interesting when you talk about how the game's changed, and clearly it has from your time. But to win a Stanley Cup, I wouldn't think the concepts have changed. No, I mean, yeah. it still comes down. I mean, I hate to say the coaching, you got, but you have to have good coaching. If you have a coach that somehow has has split the, you know, uh, you know, think of Justin Trudeau splitting the country up. <laughs> We're all divided right now. But if you have a coach that somehow everybody appreciates, you know, you don't have to like them. You just have to respect them. And uh, I think the, the teams that win, they respect their coach. And also you have to respect each other. So when you've got a guy, and a great example is Landon McDonald had been in the league, what, 16 years or something, by the, or longer than that by the time uh, we won the cup. Uh, he played, I think it was 16 games in the final, you know, playoffs. You know, here's a guy that you, you look back now and you see Lanny's, you know, cheering after scoring goal and raising the cup. You, you forget about the fact that he, here he was, our most veteran player, our most respected player, and, and he was willing to, well, I say willing, the coach said you weren't playing today. <laughs> and, uh, but he got onto the, onto the, uh, the bike and he worked out and, and got ready for the next game and hoped he was ready to play. So... That was something that's always stuck with me, the fact that a guy that's had so much going for him and has done so much for not only NHL, but for the Calgary Flames and the city of Calgary, sat a couple of games and, hey, you know what, doesn't matter. And he came through the dressing room, boys, we got to win this game, right? And I'm, I'm hitting the bike and I'm ready for the next game. And that's how he was. Now, you said he was your captain. They don't have a captain now, right? Is that a problem, do you think, on this Calgary Flames team? Um, I'm not in the dressing room. I, I would say that uh, typically it's easier to have a captain. Um, what happens is that uh, they sometimes rotate the, the A's and the C's around. And when I was playing back in the day, back in the day, um, <laughs> sometimes a guy would get an A and you'd go like, oh, good for him. You know, like, he deserves to have that A. Other times you see an A or even the C go on a guy and everybody's going like, what the hell? How'd how did he get that? How did he get? Was he in the coach's office again? Like, what's going on here? And so, <laughs> you, you you need to like pull the bandaid off, I think. And so, like, if it was December and they said, "Here's our captain for the rest of the year," people get some people get happy, some people maybe get a little upset. They thought they had a chance, but within a couple of days, couple of weeks, they come to terms with the fact that okay, I'll just be the C this year, and this guy is the A or the or excuse me, the uh, the whatever letter it is, and. Um, then you move on. Right now, like I, like I said, I can't tell you. I'm not in the dressing room. Maybe they got, the guys love it. 
Um, but I always liked having a captain as, you know, someone that, first of all, when anything happens, he has to go talk to the media. Too. Calm it all down. Yeah, yeah. And, and, talk, and if you're having a problem, talk to the, talk to the coach, right? All right, guys, we, uh, yeah, lost control, but we got it back. 30 seconds are left. Uh, Jamie's good for another 20 minutes? Or sure. Start telling some stories. 902-518-3033. We'll get to your questions and comments when we return after this brief pause on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and your southern home of sports and talk. 99.1 FM, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.